What is going on, everybody? And welcome to a special edition of Top Rank Unboxed. It's your boy, Ricky, and I'm joined here by my co-host, Jalen. And we have a big time guest with us at the Top Rank HQ today. We're super excited to have Jared Anderson with us today. He's 13 and 0 with all wins by knockout, and he's currently in camp for his fight April 8th. How's camp going, Jared? Camp's going great. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I'm surrounded by family, friends, um, stable mates, you know, uh, everything's been going good. Um, I got my dog with me. Um, I didn't expect him to be able to make it because I knew he wasn't going to be able to get on the plane. He a, a bigger breed, so. Um, but everything's been working out perfect, so I'm good. How'd you get How'd you get the dog on the plane, man? I didn't. My dad drove oh, you did? him. Nope. Drove him all yeah. the way from Houston? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, me man. and my dad jumped in the... Uh, in a GMC and we drove. Oh, that's 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 dope, man. And having having the dog around is nice, man. We For see sure. uh, we see him all over. What's his name? Azul. Azul. Yeah. Azul. I mean, he's blue in Spanish. Yes. <laughs> we, just, we just trying to figure that out. Right? <laughs> I was like, what's his name? What's his name? She's such a good dog, man. Yeah, yeah, yes. When he, did you he, get him? Uh, after my the fight before last, um, after Oklahoma, I had went home. Um, and Tony Harrison, he, he had just had puppies, um, and I had always told him like, I loved the way his dog looked, so he ended up giving me or uh, getting me a puppy. You went all the way to Detroit to yep. get the dog. Well, I, well, I'm from Ohio. We right. only like 40, 30 minutes from him, right. so yep. I had went home um, right after the fight just to go see fam, and uh, like I said, I hit him and just went up to Detroit. Word, that's good. Yeah, you're in camp now. You uh, you got a big fight coming up on April eighth, bro. Yeah, fighting the undefeated uh, George Arias. Yes, sir. Newark. How you feeling about it? Um, it's a great fight for me. Uh, I think Tyrone moved me well. You know, uh, it's another undefeated fighter uh, on the resume. You know, somebody all got to go. You mm -hmm. know, so I'm I'm happy to be fighting somebody with an undefeated record, um, and on the stage that it is, especially on, on Shakur's undercard. Yeah, talk about the relationship between you and Shakur. Um, I know you guys are close. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, it's my brother. Uh, you know, he's like a real live big brother to me. Um, he been treating me like that. You know, for a while now, I'm um, in the chemistry. It's just been like that. You know, um, I can go to his house at any time. He can come to mine at any time. I go kick it with him and his daughter, um, you know, or his grandparents or his mom or whatever. Um, we eat family. I mean, we eat um, Sunday dinner together sometimes, you know, stuff like that since we not too far in Houston. Um, but it's, it's just a, it's a great relationship to embrace, you know, especially coming from uh, – Lesser neighborhoods, you know, um, coming up how we came up. So it's just good to be able to relate to somebody, you know. Um, That's real. And, and be able to look where he's at and where I'm going, you know, and trying to get there still. So he, he gives me a lot of advice and helps me out and keeps me along, going along the way. When did you guys meet or how did you meet? Uh, we actually met being on the USA team um, probably, I think, if 2016. Yep, it was the, That was my youth year, yep. So that was the first year I had met the elite team. Um, that was the first year I met him, and I actually, believe it or not, thought he was he was kind of a, <laughs> a dickhead. But, uh, <laughs> uh, for sure, once I kind of figured out who he was and like seen beyond what I what I had seen on the outside, I realized he was a real genuine and good dude. Yeah. Um, when did when did you realize that? Like, how many hangouts was it? Where you like? Oh, uh, it didn't take long. It probably took like. I, you know what I think it was? I think we started off bad with basketball. That was more or less what it was. Was it competitive? Yeah, I'm competitive, but I'm not competitive in sports that's not my sports. If I know it's not my sport, then I'm just not going to uh, give it my all, you know, because I know this is not what I really want to do. So when we play basketball, I'm not going to 
throw my weight on somebody 120 pounds just to win. But that's what he expected not to be. And we was playing <laughs> one day and I think I was on his team. And he got so upset at me that I didn't want to, um, you know, turn it up and just body somebody to get a bucket. And I'm like, it's not me, dude. And he was yelling at me, calling me soft. And I, I'm big for nothing and everything. Oh, no. Yeah. And this oh, is, shit. I, I want to say this is like the first time I ever met him. And so that, like I said, that's why I had kind of had mixed feelings about him, but, uh, for sure within the next couple of months or whatever, you know, just being around him, seeing who he was, how he treated his people and everything, for sure. I realized he was one of the most realest and solidest people I've ever met. What's uh, your hometown like? Curious. Definitely um, a huge boxing city, you know, mm -hmm. um, and it's, it's huge for boxing at this state right now. If you ask me, you know, we have a former world champion right now. Um, we probably have at least six to seven um, ranked fighters in the top 20, you know, of all their weight classes. So we got we got a lot of talent out of Toledo. Yeah, Ohio though in general, like it has oh, a rich sure. history of for great sure. fighters. Like for you guys sure. have, you know, uh Aaron Pryor, Ray Mancini, Kelly Pavlik, as of recently, like Rasheed Warren, mm -hmm. Adrian Broner, like I yeah. produce some dogs, man. Yeah. Ernie Shaver. Ernie Shaver, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you next in line now. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Shit. <laughs> How do you feel about the whole next in line thing? Uh in terms I, of the notoriety, like people knowing you like and coming up to you and Interviews. Interviews and that being the next great heavyweight. Like there's a lot that comes with that. For sure. Um, I guess I'm kind of willing to accept the role. I, I don't have a choice at this point, you know, uh, but I'm still adjusting, still getting used to it. You know, it's not, uh, I'm more of a private person. So it's, it's definitely um, weird for me sometimes, but I kind of, I, I adjust, you know, mm -hmm. I think I adjust well. Um, I try to be as nice as possible, you know, uh, but it, it kind of, what I'm looking for. Sometimes people bombard you, you know, yeah. um, and that's, that, that'd be my, my problem, you know, like, like I said, I'm a private person. So when I'm at a vulnerable moment or when I'm trying to relax or, you know, and things happen, uh, audio control, that's when it kind of gets to me. But other than that, I'm like I said, I, I'm willing to accept it. You know, I, I love the kids look up to me, um, and they look to, look to me uh, to do better, you know, or to follow in my footsteps and to do what I do. So I try to always uh, walk in a straight line, you know, when when I, especially when I got other eyes on me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard, bro. Like being the, the next great heavyweight, because it's such a prestigious thing in, in boxing, just in casual sports too. For sure. Like the heavyweight champ, that's what normal people think of when they think of boxing. Uh, there's a lot of pressure like that comes with that. And like normal folks don't understand that. So, you know, it, it could be, it's super understandable to, to see that it's a lot to deal with sometimes. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I know you've been very vocal about that. Um, you know, on Twitter we saw, and then you did a article with the New York Post, like, yeah, you prefer your privacy. For sure. And that, no, no. that's real. Like that, that's hard, man, being the heavyweight. Like, yeah. You're going to be heavyweight champ one day? Like, that's going to be tough, bro. <laughs> for sure. Um, how did you kind of come to terms with that, though? Like, um, like I said, the kids, you know, seeing, uh, what I've done in just my hometown, you know, seeing the inspiration I've caused um, and seeing how people, uh, I seen a kid and my city's really not that big. We only have, uh, I think our census had like 225K, 
you know, in our city, which is really not that big. Um, and we, especially the inner city, mm -hmm. you know, so we know everybody. Mm -hmm. And I went to one of the schools uh, prior to this last fight, you know, just to talk to the kids and stuff. And I ended up seeing this little kid. He just ran out. He just started putting his hands up and showed me he wanted to fight and everything. Um, and told me he had watched all my fights and everything. And come to find out, he was one of my close um, friends growing up. It's his nephew. Mm. You wow. know, and so, so like it was just exactly, yeah. you know, and it just it touched me right there to see that um I can hit home in so many other places, you know, yeah. by just uh like I said, walking in a straight line and showing people that you can do this, you know, from where I'm from and uh have a different take a different route. I saw this interview like a while back and it was an Andre Ward interview and it was I think it was Fight Hype or something, but he said he doesn't really care about notoriety from the casual people. He's like, as long as I got the respect from my people mm -hmm. and the people in the sport, like that's all I really care about. But it's interesting because we're in this social media stage now, you know, where it's right. like you can really capitalize off of this monetarily, sure. you know, like your stock could go up if you kind of tap in and it's this crazy new area that you can mm -hmm. be a part of, you know, yeah, that's, right. it's like a new way of promoting yourself. It's insane. But with that, do you ever feel like kind of anxious about it? Like socially having to deal with like, oh man, I have to put myself out there, you know? All the time. Yeah, uh, me too. I yeah. feel you. That's, yeah. that's, I think that's kind of why I got my dog. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I kind of, I try my hardest to take him here where I go. Uh, he's kind of like a, icebreaker you know mm -hmm. um he helps with my social anxiety and stuff like just being around people like i wish he was here right now i had him but i thought we thought, yeah, we thought he was gonna bring him man. we were excited nah damn i, I wish i would have brought him you brought well you didn't uh, know this was gonna be yeah plus, like, i didn't know how many people was gonna be i didn't know what was going on um and like i said i thought it was a photo shoot anyways i wasn't gonna be able to keep him out the pictures <laughs> uh but for sure yeah um, the dog really helps. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Without, without a doubt, I it definitely helps. I should probably get a dog. <laughs> I think I need one. Yeah. What happens for you? Because I know, like for me, sometimes, like my mind will start racing a lot, and mm -hmm. it'll be kind of hard to calm my my thoughts down. Like if you don't mind sharing that, you don't have to if you don't want. Um, to. Uh, you don't gotta share it. And it's, it's not. I'm trying to put it into words, okay. more or less. Yeah. It's not. It's, it's hard to crazy. put it into words. Yeah, it really is because it's like if you've never experienced it, exactly, like you can't you describe don't... it. Before I ever experienced it, I never thought it was real. Right. Never thought it was real, and yeah. then I felt the physical manifestation of it, and I was like, "Oh, that is real. That right. happens for sure." Um, like getting sweaty palms and stuff, and just not knowing what to say, getting stuck on your words, stuff like that. Um, it happens all the time, but um, like I said, I I just try and think about. The people that have the same, you know, things that I go through the same things that I go through. Um, and you know, I try and fight through it, you know, because if I don't, who will? You know, who gonna show us the way, who gonna who gonna do it? Because I definitely didn't have people showing me, you know. So I, I try to be I always tell my little brothers like I wanna be the big brother that I never had. You know, so I, I wanna do the same thing for other people. I wanna be the inspiration that people never had. Cause I definitely don't feel like I had what I am growing up to some people. You know, what I expect to be, what I expect to uh, show people. Um, I kind of look up to LeBron in that aspect, you know, but it wasn't for my sport. Um, but his whole persona, you know, and how he um, came up through the sport and everything, and doesn't really have any blemishes or flaws and, you know, did everything the right way. That's kind of um, my goal, I guess. Who else did you look up to growing up? Uh... <laughs> if we be and I, it's a case it on the podcast. Uh, we can cut it out. Yeah. You can share with us. We can cut yeah, it right, out. Hundo. Uh, no, it was a lot of uh, 
people who aren't always doing right though you know um but that's real life that's, too, that's you know? natural that, that, that doesn't people. take away from their impact in your life you know for, for sure without a doubt yeah and like i said those are two of the people um who my outfits were dedicated to mm. you know because even though they weren't doing the right things all the time they were doing the right things for me yeah you know they were pushing me to go to boxing um, telling me when the street lights coming on, like, why you outside? Go yeah. home. You, you know your mama looking for you. Yeah. Um, putting money in my pockets when I turned 16, 17, and I'm driving to the gym, and I ain't got gas to put in my car, you know, giving me money and stuff like that. You know, it was it was tough really losing them, um, especially during my career. So I always said when I won that first world championship, I'm going to have three seats, you know, with their pictures in them, for sure, front wow. row, without wow. a doubt. Wow. So do you feel like because – you're a professional athlete now, and I'm not sure when it was for you that you were like, oh yeah, this is this is it, this is what I'm gonna do. Is that why it kept you away from that environment? Not really, because I wouldn't say up until probably like 18 or 19 is when I kind of settled in. It was like, all right, this is, it's no getting out, mm. you know. Um, even at 15, going overseas and stuff, I still didn't, I thought it was just, like football, you know, football, you travel. Yeah. So I'm thinking boxing is just, you just travel, you know? Um, I didn't think going to a Worlds at that age was um, as big as it was, as much uh, exposures I got off of it and everything. I kind of fell into it at like 18 where I'm like, all right, this is, it's no getting out. It, it, yeah. you, you too far now. Yeah. Um, and then I seen what I could do um, for my family, breaking generational wealth and stuff like that. So that's when I kind of really locked in with everything. It was like, yeah, let's go for it. Um, but like I said, as as I grow and as I build, I kind of see more and more what the effects of um, submitting to talking to media and exposing myself to certain things and just showing just slightly, a, even if not, I'm not showing everything in my, my background and things, um, just showing just a little bit of myself so that uh, some people can understand you can't do it, you know. Yeah. Um, you can't push through certain barriers. Yeah. Um, you can't come out of your shell sometimes, you know, for the for the greater good stuff like that. When um, when was that one moment that you realized like boxing is for me? Like this is my shit. Mm. I don't know. I don't think I ever had that moment. No? I don't think I still still don't think I have. <laughs> really? Nah. Uh, I got a. A thing in my head that I feel like, well, I mean, it's not even a thing. It's it's the truth. You know, I, I'm I'm a I'm always truthful with myself if nobody else. You know, um, and so I always tell myself, you anybody can be beat, and that's just the cold hard truth. You know, um, that's why I work as hard as I do. But I just know at the end of the day, anybody can be beat. You know, um, being the world champ, you can be knocked off your block. Yeah. Um, so, Especially if you overlook somebody. For yeah. sure. Without don't a doubt. Don't want to do that. Yeah. You got to treat everybody the same because all it takes is one, you know? Exactly. Like nothing is guaranteed. You know, people mm. people think there it is, but it's just- It's really not. Especially yeah. like, and you've seen like uh, the heavyweight title change so many times. I know Klitschko was mm-hmm. the heavyweight champ for a long time, but it's like, it's changed constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, AJ got it and then Usyk got it and then like, Fury is kind of getting there now. Yeah. Wild, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it changes, but uh, for sure, yeah. What uh, what's the overall end goal for you though, bro? Like in boxing, what's the big picture? People hate when I say this, man. It's just generational wealth. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, I, I know. I, I, there's a lot of people, you know, who aside with me and say that too. But it's just, it's so many people, and I, I, it's, it's kind of hard for me because I be trying to express to them, 
you cannot force your wants on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody um, who's a fan of me and everything, oh, you got to be a world champion. You got to be undisputed. You got to do this. You got to have 40 fights. You got to have this many knockouts. You got to do this. But I don't want that. Like I didn't from the beginning when I started this, like it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. I had fun with it. I was going to the gym with my peers. I was training and stuff like that. And that was really what it was for me. Um, but like I said, I seen what it could do. I seen what it could do for for the world, you know, for the generation, the impacts Muhammad Ali had, you know, stuff like that. It's just it's like, all right, why not? <laughs> yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's literally like your product is your success and you can give it to your family and their family for posterity. So why would you not want that? You know, I feel like every athlete thinks about that, even if they don't admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How how much like do your people mean to you, bro? Like your family? Everything. Everything. That's who I fight for. That's that's why I think about in my hard times. That's who pushed me through. They the reason I locked in with this boxing stuff. They the reason that I I, uh, I chose a different path and you know um, decided to do things better because I got nephews and nieces and stuff looking up to me and um, that want me to do better. I got a niece who called me and asked me for sixty dollars for boba tea. So she I kid you not, I can show you the text message. She texts me <laughs> and said, "Uncle, I want some boba tea. Can you send me sixty dollars?" And oh. I could not believe. Oh man! I think she's scamming you. Yeah, <laughs> I need bubble tea. That's what I said. Couple, couple uh, restaurant trips. Yep, some yeah. shoes, all that. And she is tw- nope, eleven. She turns eleven. Oh. Yep. Ask you for yep. sixty bucks for yep. some for boba. boba? Yep. Have you ever had boba? You know, it's nope. like five bucks. Yeah, I see. I, I, I've <laughs> seen people have it, but I've never actually had it. Nope. Okay, it's unhealthy, so don't. Straight sugar. Going back to Toledo and stuff. There's a good chance that you're going to headline this summer yes, at home. At for sure. For how, sure. How excited are you for that possibility? Um, a little too excited. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, like I said, I'm one of those people who I like to focus what's in front of me, but right. it's hard to put that in the back of your head and still, you know, have to fight in a couple of weeks. But uh, it's kind of hard not to think about it um, or kind of focus on what I got coming up. But I know it's in the back of my mind. Super excited for it. My, my fans back home are super excited for it. Everybody keep asking me about it, messaging me about it. When are, um, when is it going to happen? When are we going to get to um, see some flyers, tickets, anything? <laughs> you know, uh, they want apparel already and everything for it. Yeah. So it's crazy. Is there, uh, on the flip side of that, is there any pressure when going back to the crib and performing? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be just one of the dopest experiences ever. Um I know who I am as a fighter, you know, so I know I'm a shine regardless. Um, and I always give my all in everything I do, um, especially uh, boxing. So I definitely uh, think it would just be just a, a huge experience for me uh, to bring out everybody in the city, you know, have all my friends and family out. You still got a lot of family over there, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're excited for you, man. Thank you. We're going to be there, and I know Toledo's going to be rocking. Yes, sir. So... What are other dream cities that you'd want to fight in? Ooh. Uh, dream city. You've kind of done. You did You did the Garden. You've done T-Mobile. Or countries, you know. Or countries, yeah. What other country would you like to go fight in? Well, it's kind of technically part of the States, but I went to Puerto Rico. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Yep, yeah, nice territory. Geography um, 101. Yeah. With Jerry Anderson, everyone. <laughs> um, I want to go to Rio. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Okay. 
and I want to go to Tokyo. The only reason I want to go to Tokyo because I did, I didn't get to go for you the Olympics. Went to yeah, I, I did Tokyo for uh, in a way in a okay. beauty fight back in December. I wasn't at your guys' fight because I had to go there. Yeah, and okay. bro, you said it was clean. Right? It's super it's clean. clean. I can only imagine. And yeah. it's in the crowd is different. Mm. It ain't like they probably though. It's like tennis. They're like. <laughs> They, they don't start. Don't they don't start clap. cheering until he's like pouring it on. About yeah, they clap. Yeah. They're, they're, they clap quietly. They might be just about. Just about. They jazz fingers. Jazz fingers. <laughs> no, but it's, it's a it's a hell of a place to fight in, bro. Like, yeah. And I think the last time they did a heavyweight fight over there, a notable one was Buster Douglas against Tyson. Mm. at the Tokyo Dome. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, that uh, yeah that, cool. that'd be that'd dope be cool for sure. Yeah. No, nothing on no London. Um, London's lit. Yeah, it is, but that's kind of too rowdy. Nah, for one, it's Tyson's area right mm -hmm. now. Yeah, so that's why just it's not something that just comes to mind right now. Right. You know, because it's kind of a current thing. You know, they they have they just had a fight at Wembley. You know, that's like you said, they haven't had a fight like that since Buster and, and Tyson. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of those why I picked those places. Like mm -hmm. and then Rio, uh, like I said, Shakur had went to the Olympics. You know that that's a brother of mine. So I always. Seeing the pictures and stuff, I always wanted to go to Rio um, and then Puerto Rico. My mom just went. So that, that, yeah, that's just nice. a couple nice. of reasons why I was thinking those places. Yeah. That's cool. Well, before we wrap up, we'd be remiss if we didn't ask you about the current state of the heavyweight division and the big fights that are coming. We just want to get your thoughts on a potential Tyson Fury and a Usyk fight. What do you uh, think? I, I like Tyson in it. You know, I think he uh, wins in the later rounds. He has a. A lot of attributes in that fight. Um, his weight, his length, his size. Um, it can get difficult for him, you know, if he doesn't play it right. Uh, but I definitely think him it's an onslaught after the seventh round. Think so? Yeah. He's got, he's a lot bigger than Usyk, bro. A lot Big, bigger. Like I, I stood next to Usyk in uh December. Uh matter of fact, it was at it was last year in December. It was the Tesla Yeah, yep. Yeah, the Teslinko fight. I stood next to him, man. I'm not even the size I was then, so I can only imagine how I look next to him now. Yeah. And Tyson outweighs me and is trust me, standing next to him. That's a it's a big dude. I know. I I be standing next to him when we're with him sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. like nah, bro, this is he's too big. Yeah. He's a footer, bro. He, yeah. he could push like seven feet if he puts on some right shoes. Right. Yeah. Well. Champ, we appreciate your time, bro. Uh, any bro. final message to the fans before we go? Um, keep watching, and if you see me out, ask for uh, ask to talk to me first. That's it. 